So I'm having a bit of a low day, just kind of feeling down. Um, we all have these days, you know, those days where we're just feeling a little depressed, a little sad, just blue, tired mostly. I know for myself, it's usually when I'm, I'm tired that I'm not feeling so good and I'm not really peppy and ready to get up and start my day. Uh, I tend to lay in bed and just go, uh, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go to work today. I'm not leaving the bed. The covers need me. <laughs> but, you know, I have people that rely on me and I need to get up and take care of business. I have um, <clears throat> a little boy that needs to get to school every day and I drive him. I have people at work that rely on me for helping them and navigating the, the day. Um, so, and I have, you know, the clients in my care, um, there's no time to, to rest and lay down, but, uh, you know, no rest for the, the, the weary, right? But, you know, um, as a, a cancer survivor, I think we tend to deal with those feelings a little bit more than baseline individuals, not individuals who have diagnoses of depression, but individuals who feel depression from time to time because we are facing our mortality. We're, we're looking at our life and wondering, you know, is tomorrow the day that I don't wake up? It, do I need to say goodbye to my family? Is cancer going to come back or am I going to be, you know, fine and in remission for the rest of my life? We, we never know. <clears throat> now everyone tells me, well, but you could get hit by a car tomorrow. You you don't know that either. And that's true. And I could die on a plane crash. <laughs> I mean, I never know what's going to happen tomorrow. But I think it's harder with having ca- had cancer because it's like, you know the train's coming and you're on the tracks. Maybe like one toe. <laughs> and it could hit you because you know it's coming. But you know, you're not sure if it's going to hit you. So it's a little different than those like, well, yeah, tomorrow I could step in the street and get hit by a car because that's an accident. When we're dealing with, I had cancer, which could have taken my life and still could. It's almost like, I I know that I'm going to die, but it's like a a little quicker (laughs) than I would hope for, uh, possibly. So I think that's where it stems from is you're just constantly thinking, what if, what if, and that's hard for someone who hasn't gone through what we've gone through to understand. Um, and that's okay. I would not wish this on anyone else. I, I, I miss the carefree days of I'm never going to die, you know, uh, or I have young friends who are just like, you know, Oh, who cares if I drink, you know, I only live once and and that's an amazing feeling. And I, I miss that. But for me, um, I'm in this place of, I need to live every day because I don't know when my last day will be. And it's harder to live a little carefree in that regard. I'm, I'm trying to live every day to the fullest and take advantage and be positive and do my best, but it's still not that carefree freedom that you have as a younger person or person who hasn't experienced, uh, a significant illness. So yeah, just feeling a little, a little down today, which is, you know, it happens and it will, it will pass. I probably just need to be around 
people who will make me feel a little better, a little positive today. Um, I'm about to go do a, uh, an interview with, a, uh, an individual who d- used to be a reporter and, um, we're going to talk about breast cancer and I'm kind of excited about this because I'm really trying to find ways to turn my situation into a positive for someone else and hopefully save just one person's life. So I'm, I'm hopeful that this interview I'm giving um, will allow younger women or, or any women or men out there to think, hmm, I should get this checked out. I'm, I have a concern. Or, you know, I'm approaching that age of, of, of mammogram requirements. Uh, Uh, suggestion of 40 getting your mammograms at 40 but um I have a family history so maybe I should talk to my doctor about that so um I'm really hopeful that this interview reaches someone so I'm kind of excited also kind of nervous (laughs) um but uh, you know I wanted to mention one more thing I was thinking of um is that we don't just get have cancer we don't just get chemo um we have biological biological changes that happen in our body because of all the medications, because of radiation. Things change in our body. Our chemicals change. And that can lead us toward depression and anxiety. Um, I myself had a uh, hysterectomy. And I basically forced my body into um, menopause much earlier than I planned to. <laughs> and so I basically went through menopause in a, you know, a matter of a couple of weeks. And so those were some tremendous chemical changes, which made me just feel wacky, you know, uh, just felt depressed. Some days I had this tremendous anxiety over situations. I've never had anxiety, um, before. And so those chemicals really kind of mess you up and it will change you and um, so you start to experience emotions you didn't have before so it can get really complex if you're dealing with um, you know chemical changes as well as emotional changes in your life and and, you know like I talked about you're facing your mortality and uh, it's a it's a rough road and so um, give someone a break who is experiencing either either you know situational seasonal or chronic depression because um sometimes it just isn't something we can control and it comes and takes over our life like a wave (laughs) so um yeah just you know try to be positive try to encourage people to have good days and um hopefully it improves their life a little bit but I'm gonna go get ready for my interview and um hopefully have a little bit of a better day and um feel a little more positive a little a little less frumpy and grumpy so uh talk again soon